Hi. Hello. It's good to have you on the Boot Podcast. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to be here. All right, let's just go straight to the discussion for today. Uh, it's fiction versus non-fiction. But before we do that, guys, I have here with me Dio Moyo. He's the host of the Future Podcast. Thank you for honoring my invitation. Thanks for having me. I always love discussing books. All right. So let's just go straight into it. Fiction versus non-fiction. Why do you prefer non-fiction? By the way, I'm I enjoy reading fiction and this conversation actually started from our group chat and he said that he does not like fiction. Now I'm wondering why don't you like fiction? All right. So for me it's a transition. For example, when I was okay. in secondary school and uni, I loved fiction. Uh, my best gen- criminal lo- um, novel and my best author was John Grisham. I read enough of his book, yeah. The Time to Kill, yeah. The Brethren, those books. Yeah. I love exactly. them so well. Exactly. So, but I moved and then I transitioned to a position in life where um my priority not right now is not entertainment it's not amusement it's not general knowledge okay. it's, it's more specific knowledge about things and then the problem with fiction is that it's give or take the product of someone else's imagination there could be some some um sort of truth in it but you just don't know the line it, the author has actually blends the product of his or her imagination with truth. And so um, I'm not sure I'm getting the knowledge I need to get from fiction. So because of that, I really read fiction. I really buy fiction. I really download fiction. I'm all in for nonfiction. But what about certain authors that infuse real life into what they write? Like they make very good researches before they just come up with anything that they write. Yeah, I think that in spite of the researches, a a classic example was, like I said on the group, a friend of mine who also reads very well, kept trying to uh, convince me and said um, that you read Dan Brown's book, um, Angels and Demons. And if you read Dan Brown's book, Angels and Demons, or the, the other um, series, at the beginning of the book, he yeah. would there that um, many of these things that happen in this book are true life. And I, I've got an app okay. that as soon as I finish reading a book, I go Google um, what I've read about the book, just to be sure of the veracity of the book. And then when I went mm-hmm. about the book, I saw that many of the things he wrote in the book were still controversial. So there were people trying to critique it and say, oh no, that wasn't correct. That thing, it wasn't rightly put. Um, his thought and, um, about Illuminati, it, it wasn't correct. So a fiction writer is always a fiction writer. I write fiction and then I feel that the priority of a fiction writer is first and foremost to capture the attention of, of the readers. And because of that, from the outset, that is, is our mission. And so even though he or she is trying to blend reality, he or she also is trying to bend it, bend reality. That's my own position and opinion. 
you know what i agree with you that a fiction writer is a fiction writer and they kind of infuse things into their write-up but what about the parts that a fiction writer wants you to see things from the perspective of the character i'll give you an example i read a book um, by francie rivers and she talked about the title of the book is the masterpiece now when i finished reading the book i learned about graffiti then i went online to research it now graffiti is a form of art in out in the western world whereby you paint walls with paint you know all those kind of paint scans and i did not realize that those paintings were a form of gang and cultism kind of thing that whereby if a gang member is able to paint a wall then another person from another gang cannot go to that area and it's actually illegal so i left that then i saw life from the perspective of another person what do you think All about right, so that? this is the point for me for example i read i learned about cuckoo flux group from john grisham's novels yeah. uh, which is a good thing but okay. it's it's kind of mild is is kind of um tempered if i really wanted to learn about cuckoo flux i go get a book on cuckoo flux and and read everything i i would like to learn about it it's not with the but then they make it interesting they make it interesting they make it real like you won't be bored i think interesting um whether it's in is interesting is kind of um dependent on individuals um a book that seems boring to you might be interesting to me and um and also if you read autobiography i'm a big lover of autobiography if you read autobiography it's still a story like um book I've, for example mm-hmm. um um i was telling someone or telling some people that i've known a little bit about new york because of a number of books I've read. And then I'm sure that because those books are autobiography, there was no exaggeration. There was no trying to put things in larger than life kind of situation. So I read Black Like Me. Not exactly. So for example, a, a person can be talking about New York and then decide to exaggerate um, a section of a family is talking about, or the house, or he, he could decide to be talking about Manhattan, for example, and be and decide to um, add a twist of his or her own imagination. I'm not sure about that. And you, you, are, you are correct that an author can decide to write without that, but the other part of it is that she or him is also free to add a twist of his or her own imagination. And then there is no line drawn. You just write it from beginning to the end with yeah. the assumption um, that I would be able to differentiate the product of our imagination and the real thing. But it's not true. There is no way for me to differentiate that. Yeah, I get I get that part whereby authors are allowed to infuse their own imagination. But I still stand with the fact that authors also take your kind of an escapism, kind of. They make you escape from the reality. And you also learn from it. Like, there's also this particular writer, Karen Kingsbury. She likes to use a particular university. And who has never been to that university i know that there's a university like that it is real so it is real and also authors that write about um history 
about wars like i read one recently by khalid oseni he wrote something about um afghanistan how the war started and everything and these are things that are real although the characters are not real but then the central part of the story about the war in afghanistan is actually very real so i still stand with the fact that um fiction is nice is interesting and my point against non-fiction is the fact that certain people get very bored they don't enjoy reading so when you give them a book that creates a kind of them they tend to to read more because for example um i've been reading with a number of young students like 10 11 12 13 and the books i've sent to them were non-fiction so the first book was um uh, what's the name of this book uh oh geez i i sent to them um i dare to call him father which is a an autobiography i sent to them um freedom writers which is an biography so and and they're enjoying it so i think that it is not necessarily right when you say that non-fiction are boring the long walk to freedom is non-fiction it's not boring um um But then it's an autobiography and it's because we can relate to it. Oh, definitely. A, so I think it's still, um, it still boils down to the fact about your interest. For example, I, I read about um, books about psychology, David and Goliath. There's this book, David and Goliath. Interesting book. Um, why you act the way you do. Interesting book. See, all these books mm-hmm. for me, they are books that helps in personal development. Yes. They are books. I, I feel that nonfiction should just stay at um, entertainment. If you want to be entertained, I think. I, I think. No, I think that it can't be as entertainment. Yes, it does I don't have think knowledge, so. but that it is secondary. I, I think that's the point of my argument. That even though you can learn something. What did you say? I'll give you, I'll give you an example of fiction. I said I'll give you an example of a fiction novel that actually teaches about finance and it's a smart money woman. Now, when a conventional or an average person reads book on finance, the person might feel a bit off or might not really get the point of the author but now she was able to put it in such a relatable manner in things that we can relate and it was yeah, very I, easy I think to understand that even those books you and might not fiction. really classify them as fiction because it's probably a, a, an author that is trying to um for example I, I just forgot this guy's name that wrote david and goliath and a number of these books i love so much if you look at him what he tries to do is that he tries to start with a true life story and then after writing that at the beginning of the chapter, it kind of now writes the real thing mm-hmm. so that it's kind of relatable. It breaks psychology down to the to the layman. So these kind of books are books in which the author tries as much as possible to dumb it down. And doing that, he tries to, he can decide to um, make up story at the beginning and then write the real thing. So in that sense, I wouldn't I wouldn't really classify that book entirely as non-fiction. Yeah. I would want to say it seated in between exactly it seated in between fiction so and non-fiction. In you see, and so I think for me the bone of contention is but- 
if I want to read about psychology, why not just go pick a book about psychology and read about it? If I want to read about um, um, finance, why not just go pick? Why should I just get a snippet of it in which it is not a real thing? It's just a snippet of it. And uh, I'm not grounded in it in any way. I can't read John Grisham's book and then I say I'm grounded in law. No, it's just a part, a minute, a minute. I think what fiction does very well. Of course. But then it gives you an idea. It gives you an idea. And then you'll be able to recommend that book to another person who has no knowledge of law. And then to go into that profession but then it gives you an edge about the, I something think I that has agree no with you knowledge when of you that say, thing that you are if you say about. that um fiction picks the interest so it can help to pick interest and then secondly it can help to broaden our knowledge and and give us the exposure mm-hmm. um but even at that my argument will still be that exactly. non-fiction it's the real thing i can learn about like i was trying to mention to you the other time that for example i know a little bit about new york because i've read three non-fiction unrelated non-fiction about the about the city and the states and i know that they are exact i read about um um a guy named david wilkerson his autobiography talked about um new york black like me it's another autobiography talked about new york and then the last one is um, power broker talked about new york different books and mm-hmm. i know that it's the exact thing it's the real thing i'm not in any way um having a a, a any form of doubt that probably 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 I know about it because I've read about it. So that's the point. So I feel that even when mm-hmm. we are introducing fiction to even young young people, um, we should also try as much as possible to introduce them to non-fiction too. Mm-hmm. I feel sometimes as we try to teach people how to read, we always focus on fiction as opposed to non-fiction. They are beautiful, interesting non-fiction. And I have a bias towards non-fiction. Yeah, and true. In fact, I know that we can go on and on and on about this conversation about fiction versus non-fiction. I was actually going to ask you a question, but you started with it when you talked about transition. I was going to ask, um, why do you think that re- transition fiction to non-fiction is it a thing of maturity? Because I've met a certain guy who told me that oh, he used to read fiction back in the day but now is it feels I, I don't like he's think, more mature so he needs to read it's, non-fiction it's what do you thing? think about that what's the purpose of of reading to you reading means many um many things to many people for some people they, they are having a stress day and a stress job so for them reading is the same thing mm-hmm. um you you can get from a film for example so they see reading as a session pill in which they open a book and then they can read and then they laugh yeah. or they ease themselves and tensions those sort of things and because of that even though that person grow older he or she would not necessarily transition into a fiction book no it's not going to happen she would still he or she would still be consistent then the other thing also it depends on your okay. profession if you are a writer and you are a fiction writer you would have a bias to fiction fictional books 
Exactly. I think the of course yes because when i was in in the university i wrote poetry or i write poetry i still do even though i've transitioned to spoken word poetry and then also i had a a very good admiration for writing books in fact i put in in some short story um competition because of that to me but now I'm no longer reading because of entertainment. That's not priority. The priority mm-hmm. for me, I'm reading because of knowledge. Exactly. Yeah, I think I get you now. Motive for reading is now the issue. You you have to have a motive for reading. What's your motive? That's that. what will determine the kinds of book that you read. Yeah. And I think this, on this note, we can just end the conversation because I know that we can go on and on and on about fiction versus non-fiction. But thank you, you so question? much, Dio, for coming to, to the book What's podcast. I'm so book grateful. Of all thank time, you so the much. best book you've ever read, probably. If yes, it's if it's not fiction, the better for me because I'm going to go pick it up. Wow. <laughs> it's fiction. It has to be fiction. I can't the best because I've read so many great books. I've read, but I think the best for uh, me in recent time the book is about? the masterpiece by Francis Rivers. Read that last. Okay. Um, just like I said, Grafty, and then is actually is a Christian novel, and it talks about someone who a guy who is an artist and he just needed God and everything like that. It's a book, so I can't give okay. the summary right now <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks for the